Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Press play. Oh, Jesus, I don't know if I can sing anymore. Um, okay, ready? This is really. Oh, sorry. You've already done that. I was going to uh, say Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis, and you completely no, fucked it up. I didn't this mean is to. all your fault. I thought I can't we were doing. You're not a real friend. You're not a real wife. You're not a real girlfriend. We're trying to see if we can you're do the same spouse. thing at the same time. Well, we should do that, but it it's didn't too happen. fucking late now because I didn't know we were doing that. We no, you go. No, now it's too late to sing Bleeding Love, the best song of all time. <sighs> Next week. Well, then it won't be a surprise, will it? I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> Hey, Maddie. <laughs> Hello, Nicholas. I'm sorry I ruined it. <laughs> it's really, it's fine. Not really, but... Um, Emotionally, we'll never recover. I already have the elephant in the room this week. Okay, what is it? The elephant in the room this week, the elephant in the room this week, <laughs> is that last week was episode 69 and we didn't even celebrate. No! I know, we missed... Wow. We missed our 69th. What... An opportunity wasted. It is. And so since we missed the last week's episode being 69, I figured we'll celebrate right now really quickly. Okay. So what is your favorite sex position? Oh, God. Oh, no. No, wait. Don't put me on the spot. Uh, No, I need time to think about it. I fully did not expect you to answer. So many favorites. (laughs) What's yours? Are you going to answer? This was not the question. (laughs) Well, if you're not answering, then I'm not answering. My favorite sex position is... Hung upside down Your by penis. my toenails. <laughs> Ball gag. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you got to be kinky while All you do it. The... I'll just say, if they did it in medieval times as a method of torture... That's so fucking funny. I'm into it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> wow. Well, that's... Hmm. I don't Good. know. Imagine us missing a major milestone like that. I can't. It's truly, it's like a little bit upsetting. It is. I mean, I do believe it. But like, I don't believe it. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that was, yeah. Sucks to be us. It does suck to be us. Um, For people watching the video, if there is anyone watching the video. Our three favorite people in the whole world. Tea. Um, (laughs) We don't actually know if it's recording. We know it's recording. Do we? But the battery was so low that it might like go out even though it's on charge, you know? Yeah. How it eats it faster than it can charge. I do. It oh. might do that, so there might not actually be any video, but maybe there will be, you know? Someone's texting me. You always read your phone with the screen right to the camera. Oh, sorry. Like, is it is it a fuckboy? No, it's Olivia. Oh. We're really just going to... Oh, it looks like it was a hole. It seems like, whoa, she texted and the first message was, I'll give you the lowdown because I want to be honest. I was like, okay, well, there's a story here. And then as I was reading it, I was like, this story is actually getting really dramatic. I need to wait. What did you do to her? Well, I don't know. (laughs) She's cancelling on me for tomorrow. We were supposed to have lunch tomorrow and she's cancelled. I was like, that's okay. And now she's telling me all the reasons why she hates me probably. Oh, so no, it's not. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you said she said that she needs to give you the lowdown, I was like, oh, she hates you. Well, You've done something to majorly fuck up. But no, if she just cancelled on you, giving you the lowdown means I'm giving you the full reason why I can't come. Oh, tomorrow. yeah, for sure. But it seems like it's going to be a really dramatic reason. So even though I but do want to read fault. it all. No, it won't be my fault. And that's all that matters. <laughs> so that I'm hearing we should go to breakfast tomorrow. I'm not opposed. I think I've been craving out breakfast all the time lately. I don't know why, like restaurant breakfasts. I mean, I'm in. I don't have any money, but like I'm still. Literally yesterday, you told me I have so much money. Yeah, well, I did yesterday, and now I don't today. Did you like go to a brothel and spend it all? Oh no, wait, no, I went to the supermarket today. (laughs) I did that yesterday, and I literally (laughs) spent two hundred dollars, and I was like, I don't have this. I needed to refill like. Uh, dishwashing powders and like all of the boring stuff. I spent like $15 and that was the difference between me being rich and being broke. (laughs) Um, No, but I'm in for breakfast. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. You mean what for breakfast? I'm in. I want it. Oh, I thought you said you mean for breakfast. (laughs) Fucking Australian accent, man. I hate being Australian. I hate being Australian for the accents. I hate being Australian for the fucking bigotry. And I hate being fucking Australian for the lack of fucking culture. What food do we do and what food do we do successfully? Tell me now. None. And I hate being Australian for the fucking snakes in this fucking country. It's gross. And five, I hate being Australian for the swearing so much because I just said the F word like 80 times in two minutes. I love that. I love the swearing. I, yeah, it's true. I do as well. Uh, the other day I got home and I was swearing my head off because I was in a really good mood. So I was like, every second word was fuck. Because I was like, I was in a really good mood. Yeah. So every second word was fuck. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, everything was fucking fantastic. I had such a fucking great day. And dad was like, Madison, stop swearing. I was like, I'm That's an adult kind. woman. You can't tell me what to do. It was like, but you're living in my house. So I was like, well, that was, you know, no need to bring that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that your swearing moods are your happy moods. Yeah. I mean, technically all my moods are swearing moods. I would like, probably agree with that. But my happy moods are extra swearing moods, I, I would say. Didn't, when we went to Ariana Grande, didn't you get the... Um, the I give zero fucks and I got zero chill on me sweatshirt and then you wore it yeah. in front of your dad and he was like, that is not ladylike. That's really true. Oh, mm, I love my dad. But How that's will like you the ever find a Sita when you're dressed <laughs> like that, Madison? Literally, that's like the one thing that he's like not progressive about at all is women swearing. I <laughs> to be fair, he doesn't swear either. He also doesn't like men swearing. He just So swearing. Anti swearing, yeah. <laughs> you just had to bring gender into it, I know. didn't you? I don't mean to, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um no, okay, so into the actual episode we Oh okay, well. Don't actually have a huge amount of pop culture to talk about this week. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But that's because pretty much the entire news cycle this week has been about the Oscars and yes. the Will Smith, Chris Rock shit. Is I've already told Maddie I don't want to talk about it for long because it's like, what else is there to say? Everything's yeah. been said. Well, I don't want to know, A, was B. it real or fake? This is your opinion. B. My psychologist asked me that. Iconic. <laughs> um, and B, whether or not you, what you're, whose side are you on? Because well, those are the two major debates about it, so I just I, I see. Down. I have opinions, but they're more about the after effects. That's fair. Not so much the actual event. My opinion of the event and the actual hashtag the slap mm-hmm. was is that you know two things can be true at once. They can both be in the wrong yeah. at the same time. Yep, accurate. And he made a really shitty 
joke about an actual serious thing and Will Smith should not have gotten violent. Accurate. Full stop. They're both in the wrong, you know? Yeah. Real or fake? Real. Same. I don't... The Oscars is meant to be like a bougie pinkies up event. Yeah. There's no way that they would sanction this even for views. I don't think they would either. Yeah. It just didn't seem like... And it was all too... It was like the crowd was too tense afterwards and Chris Rock did not regain his footing. He was like really all over the shop. So, yeah, no. And Will sobbing like 10 minutes later when he won. Yeah. A lot. The icing on the cake. So, yeah, is that your same opinion? Is they're both in the wrong? Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. I feel like that's the only actual opinion to have. Yeah. Everyone is like so either one thing or the other. They're like, oh, my God, Chris Rock made such a terrible joke about his wife. Of course, Will Smith Smith should defend him. Yeah, but like yelling from the audience would have been enough. Right. And then then everyone else is obviously like, my God, violence is never the answer to anything. It doesn't matter what anyone says. He should have kept his cool. Well, this is where my opinions come in is with the commentary around it. Yeah. So since Monday when it happened, Monday Australia time, Mm. the most insane shit has happened. It seems as though most of the internet has taken Will Smith's side. Full stop. Yeah. No leeway. Which again. Wild. I think they're both in the wrong and I don't think either of them <laughs> deserves the side to be taken. Yeah. Um, but the internet seems to have taken Will Smith's side definitively, mm. which is neither here nor there. But um, any celebrity that since Monday has made a statement or even a joke or anything saying like the Oscars where we where we now just hit people on stage with no repercussions kind of thing, you mm. know? Um, the celebrities that are saying that kind of thing or making jokes are now being cancelled. Whack. I am not <laughs> one to be all, mm, cancel culture this, cancel culture that. I love cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> the drama of I it. see it as most of the time holding people accountable for their actions. Yeah. Um, which is probably a bad take. But anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a take. It's a take. Um, uh, capital A, capital T. Um, but... Literally in this argument where there's no good side. Yeah. And then these celebrities say, yeah, I don't like that he slapped Chris Rock. That was bad. Violence is not the answer. Literally they're being cancelled and receipts from like 10 years ago about problematic shit that's happened have been dug up. And it's like, chill. (laughs) They've just got a bad opinion on this shitty event that happened. You don't need to cancel them. So, for example, I don't know if you saw it, but it Bella, um, Zoe Kravitz. So Zoe Kravitz basically posted two photos on Instagram a couple of days later and said, like, here I am before attending that ceremony where people can apparently slap people on stage without repercussions now. And then the next photo was, like, here I am at the after party of the show where people can slap people without concussion, uh, without repercussions now. Oof. <sighs> Which, while that's not the best take, people immediately were digging all this random shit up about her. Oh, my God. Uh, and cancelled her. Wow. And they're saying that she's a predator and a pedophile. What? People just throw those words around now these days, don't they? It fucking infuriates me. Yeah. Because they're literally saying, um, yeah, uh, when when Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith, was oh my God. 14 and uh, Zoe Kravitz was like, oh. I think like 20 or something. Is she, how old is she? One my 30. Wow. Anyway, um, they were doing an interview together or something for some movie or whatever. I don't know if I could know what the context was, but from what I can tell, she was joking around and being like, 
oh, he's such like he's such a ladies' man and he's such a womanizer. You know, he's fourteen, but he's a good looking fourteen year old. That kind of thing, mm. which is like <laughs> shitty humor. But it's like I'm pretty sure she was joking. Yeah. Um. So they're now saying definitively that Zoe Kravitz is a pedophile who wanted to fuck a fourteen year old Jaden Smith. Oh my god. Um. And I just think people can get really out of control very easily. Oh. Especially rumors like that. Um, and they're digging up the most random shit about her past and literally any celebrity who says violence is bad or anything, they're getting cancelled for the most absurd things. And I that's really... where my real hot take is. My real hot take is stop cancelling people for the stupidest shit. I really the internet just take things takes things so fucking far sometimes. Yeah. Like you're just like, I don't this is not a nice place to be. Mm. Like what is going what's going on? Why are we why are we why are we doing these things to each yeah. other people? Bring it random. Right yeah. You know? Mm. So that's everything that I wanted to say. Mm. Is there anything you want to add? No. 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 Just that all of the amount of people on TikTok being like, I know someone who worked at the Oscars writing room, and this is oh, the please. definitive answer to whether or not it happened. It's like, you're a liar. Stop Literally it. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so stupid. Oh my God, it's so annoying. Who else? I think, like, they, I think maybe Jack Harlow said something, and they were like, or oh, he released a new song, and they were like, look, here's Jack Harlow using a racial slur. And literally, they went, like, got him trending and stuff, and the lyrics are literally on the thing, and they're not a racial slur. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it takes two seconds to fact check yourself <laughs> before you make accusations, you know? That's fact all it takes. Fact check? More like, I'll post whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> wow, okay, miss Twitter crazy oh, that's, lady. That's, what, that's, what they, that's their opinions. Um, that's what they do. Did you see the photo that was going viral about no. Nicole Kidman's reaction? I saw her reaction, but I don't know the photo that was going viral. 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 You know, where she's like shook her thing. She's like, yeah. yeah, that's fake news. Oh, is it? Everyone made that photo go viral saying this is the moment that he slapped him. Yeah. And this is Nicole Kidman's reaction. That's not the reaction. That was her reaction to seeing, uh, I think it was like Reese Witherspoon or something. They were saying hi to each other. And, like, getting really excited, like, best friends seeing each other. I can't remember who exactly the other celebrity was. But it was literally them on the break seeing oh each other God. and going, oh, my God, hey, girl. No, everyone took that and went, this is, yeah. Not all of, like, the actual news presenters even saying that that was her reaction. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, it oh very God. much isn't. Wow. I can't wait to just drop that little truth bomb next time someone brings it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more fun than ruining other people's good time. Exactly. And that's... Especially when, when you ruin it with a truth. <laughs> True. The other day... Oh, my God. No, wait. This is a low-key serious topic, but oh. just to talk about ruining things with the truth. I was talking to somebody that works um, in the new company that I'm doing work for. Mm. Should you be saying this? Maybe not. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm, I probably have given too much information away. Okay, Just give right. like a vague what it's about. No, if it's too serious, I don't want to know. You can tell me They're right pro-Russia. Oh. Is the conclusion. It's like someone, someone, it was, it was like someone several people someone removed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, they had a whole conversation. And My hot take is that they're not pro-Russia. They're actually pro-far-right movement. And they think that going directly opposite to anything, well, people who are socially liberal... Say, 
Appa- no, apparently their reason was because they totally agreed that Putin should be taking out the neo-Nazis in Ukraine. I was like, what? I'm pretty sure that was Russian propaganda. Like, imagine I don't being, think that was true. That was literally Russian propaganda. And imagine being so left-wing that you swing back around to right wing. <laughs> literally. Isn't that wild? Uh, yeah, anyway. That really blew my mind. I was like, That's I don't think wild. I don't I didn't realize there were actual real people out in the world who just genuinely propaganda. looked at that situation and was like, Wow, I know the real truth here. That's absurd. <laughs> I know. It's like Facebook, <laughs> the anti facts and shit who are like, but this is the government's poisoner of all this stuff. And I'm like, how would you know? Right? How would you know? Literally, I did see oh my god, this is the fucking funniest thing. I saw a um it was like a screen cap, I think, of a tweet. I don't know, someone where they were like <laughs> I was out in the supermarket wearing a face mask and an anti-COVID person came up and was like, why are you wearing that mask? And they were like, um, and so I replied to them by saying that the mask was to protect my identity from the government trying to like Iconic. scan my facial features. And they're like, and the other person had a complete meltdown. That's like, so funny. I know. I was like, oh. Using their own logic against them? That's perfect. Iconic. I know. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's so um, funny. What did I watch yesterday? I wa- uh, You know how um, Trixie Mattel and Katia from Drag Race do the Netflix I like to watch thing? Yes. Where they react to shows? Yeah. Um, I was watching one of them, but it was with Katia and Jinx Monsoon from season five. Yeah. Um, and they were watching the second season of Tiger King. Okay. Which I never watched. I didn't know it was out yet. I thought it was still coming. It's been out for like six months and just no one watched it. Wow. Huh. Um, and basically they followed the events that happened after the show was released. Right. And that included Joe Exotic trying to get a pardon from Trump. <laughs> um, and then after the election happened at the end of 2020, um, <laughs> it was them still trying to get a pardon for Joe Exotic. But now there's this little grassroots campaign of like five people who are oh my god like full-on campaigning for it and going to every trump rally and holding up a Stop. massive banner that says pardon joe exotic no um but that's not the wild part the wild part is that it's not the wild part the camera crew followed them on this one day to a specific trump rally right on january 6th oh no um so they accidentally captured the insurrection Stop! Are you serious? Yeah, I am. Um, they basically recorded the Trump rally. Netflix being like Netflix. Um, recorded the Trump rally and the the little grassroots campaign, Joe Exotic pardon movement, with them holding up the big pardon Joe Exotic sign. Um, and then as soon as the rally finishes and they're going to storm the Capitol, the pardon Joe Exotic people are being attacked. By the MAGA people? No! And I'm like, this is white on white violence. <laughs> this, this is a hate crime. <laughs> this is literally like neo-Nazi on neo-Nazi oh violence. Oh my this God. Is, um, yeah, far right on far right. Fucking insane. Because Joe Exotic's like a Trumpy. And, um, I'm sure. His followers and stuff. And that's why they thought they could get a pardon. But um, Netflix basically got this footage of the Joe Exotic people being attacked by the MAGA people. Wow. And I'm like... Please continue to take yourselves down from the inside. <laughs> Did they get any footage of the actual, like, insurrection? No, I would imagine they hightailed it out of there. Mm, such a shame. That would have made for a great documentary. But, like, it was wild to see how, um, like, pumped up and aggressive all of the Trumpies were. It was terrifying. Oof. And this is, like, before they actually went anywhere. Was that actually in the show? They aired all of this in the... 
Wow. Yeah. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Wow. And January 6th. Was that this year? 2021. Was that more than a year ago? Uh-huh. Oh, happy April, by the way. Time just really goes very fast, doesn't it? I say that every, like, three days at the moment, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Imagine time. Just keeps passing. That's the tea. Um, wow. Okay. Speaking of April. Okay. Yesterday on April 1st. Uh-huh. You at Harness Creation in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. <laughs> Content creation studio where you can podcast, video, do video recording, do photo shoots, have full-on photo sets um, and everything. Held an mm. event last night. I did. Which was a screening of um, Knives Out. Yes. 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 On April 1st. I'm yeah. just trying to segue and like bring it all together. Right. Um, <laughs> but I yesterday before I came, like mm-hmm. when I was like eating lunch, um, I... Did research oh, into the sequels of Knives Out. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah. they're doing two. They've yeah. Well, I've just fa- I found that out last night when I literally I know. searched. That's why you were telling the story last night of how you found out they were doing a second one at yeah, Netflix. So fucking funny. And I was like, <laughs> I already know all this. I found this out a couple hours ago. <laughs> um, but no, Netflix bought the condition of Netflix buying the franchise was they agreed to do two more sequels, no matter what the reception was. Whack. So we already know there's two and three. Oh my god! We already know that the so second gonna one is going to be bad. That means. Oh no, I don't think so. It's all the same creative team. Oh, is Ryan Johnson directing it again? Yeah. Oh, it might not be. They might have the same vibe then. I think it'll be just the same, but set in Greece. So yeah, the plot is it's set so in Greece. The same, then it's going to suck. On like a holiday thing. Um, and it has this massive cast and stuff, and I was, I was just going to read out the cast because okay, please do the amount of people in it is. Cuckoo Bananas. Go it's already it. filmed. I think it's probably going to come out in like July or something. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Sequel screening at Harness. T. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it's also on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Daniel Craig again. Mm-hmm. We have Dave Bautista. Okay. Bautista. Do you reckon he's going to be interesting? The killer. Yeah, the bad guy. Oops. The Edward villain. Edward Norton. Okay. All right. Janelle Monet. Queen. Queen. Catherine Hahn, Queen. Queen, Slay. Leslie Odom Jr. Literally traumatizing. Sorry, I don't mean that about Leslie. I was just going with the sound. Okay. <laughs> um, Kate Hudson, Madeline Klein, Jessica Henwick, and Ethan Hawke are the main cast. Okay. Ethan Hawke as in the skater? That's Tony Hawke. Oh. <laughs> Spelled differently. Ethan Hawke is the actor of Maya Hawke from Stranger Things. Oh. Oh. I don't think he's I know his the face. the father. He's... In the new Moon Knight Marvel show? No? No, I haven't seen that. What else has he been in? Because his name is definitely familiar. Yeah, he was really famous. I mean, he is really famous, but also was, you know. Fair. Has been. Yeah, and that's just the main cast. And that's, like, pretty stacked. It is. I mean, this one was, the first one was pretty stacked, too. It was very stacked. I will... Rewatching it, all I could think about was how hot Chris Evans is being like a, cock, a cocky asshole. Literally, that cable knit sweater that he wears through hot. the middle of the film, fucking sexy as fuck. True. Um, I once read, I think it was Ryan Johnson, maybe I'm not sure. It was an interview that he did, and he was like, honestly, one of the best pieces of acting I've ever seen was Chris Evans when he arrived at the house in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
and the dogs all barked and he had to push them away. He was like, because Chris Evans loves, loves dogs. dogs more yeah. than anyone I know. So that was like <laughs> top Deeply tier. Iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Very iconic. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I um, was thinking the other day about mystery movies and stuff and how I think at the beginning of last year, I binged like a fuck ton of Agatha Christie uh, movies based on oh, Agatha yeah. Christie books. Yeah. And series, like mini series. Yeah. Um, and they were all great. But then I was thinking about it further mm. because Death on the Nile. And I was like, hold on. Death on the Nile is the second movie with a accused sexual predator, sexual assault person in the film that they had to like edit around slash right. edit marketing on. Um, and I don't know how shook it that two of the... Who was the first? Uh, the first one was... um. Uh, Ed Westwick, they cut him out and then uh, actually, Of Death of the Night? No, 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 sorry. Of, um... Your thought process is so hard to follow here. <laughs> because I can't remember the name of the show, so I was trying to get around it. Ow. <laughs> okay, so he was on a show that was based on an Agatha Christie novel, and he... It was... was a terrible person. Ordeal by Innocence. Mm. Whack. Basically, he was. They filmed it all and finished it. Um, this mini series uh, with Ed Westwick, and then these accusations came out, um, and they were like, "Well, let's let's delete him out of it, refilm everything, and spend all the money to refilm." I, which is kind of iconic. I'm not gonna lie. This okay when my it was BBC so they had the yeah classic the money yeah <laughs> the dosh so yeah they cut him out and filmed and replaced him with Christian Cook that guy oh yeah and just went for it love that for them and the show was good uh, when mum and dad they saw it before me when they saw it they came home because I death told mum yeah death on the Nile your thought process is so hard to follow here way easier than yours. I just had to. Anyway, um, they went and saw it first, and I told mum about the whole situation and about how they'd cut him out of, like, all the promo material and apparently had cut him out of a lot of the movie. Anyway, and mum came home, and she was like, he was basically the main character. I don't know what you were talking about. I was like, oh, that's so weird. Okay. Anyway, I saw the movie, and she's a fucking liar. There's, like, a solid 40 minutes where he doesn't show up in the middle of the film where they've obviously had to cut him out. Cut him out. I was like, what? She was watching a different movie to me. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. See, my opinion on that is if they're not going to commit to refilming or cutting him out completely. Yeah. And then hiding him in marketing materials. Yeah. Just leave it all in so the movie doesn't suffer. Yeah, it's was it was it's a weird choice. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Because yeah. if they're gonna half ass it, then you know it's just for fate, like to save face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Well, wasn't he hired after the whole thing happened? Because that was a while ago now, wasn't it? No, this movie was filmed before COVID. Was it really? Oh wow. Well then, I guess yeah. they're tiny bits bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've had two and a half years to yeah fix it. Fix that if they wanted to, but they didn't. Um, mm. But that's that on that, I guess. I don't know. Enough champagne to, to feel, feel the Nile. <laughs> Tonight, when we have dinner, that's how we have to start. Iconic. <laughs> Anytime. 
No. I was going to say, should we watch that tonight? And then I was like, no, that's low priority compared to Byron Bay's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. See, I wish Byron Bay's episodes were half the length they are. Oh, they're so long. I mean, they're really, they're 45 minutes. They're like that's a normal long. length for an hour long TV show, network show. So the fact that it's on Netflix and still that short, I guess is good. No. But just, they have to, ugh. you know that they don't have any plot or premise or filler for the episodes. Mm. So they just keep introducing new people. Oh my God. It's. And giving them confessionals. And it's like, that's how you horrific. know that they didn't have enough content to fill eight episodes or whatever it is. Iconic. So they should have just made the episodes 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And voila. Better yet, they should just not have Tighter. filmed it at all. Tighter than your booty hole. Did you need to say they shouldn't have filmed it at all? Yes. Wow. It's kind of buried, though, by your... I agree. <laughs> um, I agree because I think our idea yesterday, which was Byron Bay's should have been... Oh, right. B-I-Run Bay's. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And it should have been a reality competition dating show where everyone was bisexual. Yeah. I thought that would have been iconic. That there's definitely a way better idea. It's a way better idea to use the title Byron Bays. And they should have just made this the Real Housewives of... Byron? Byron. Yeah. Because this show That's would have worked true. so much better with middle-aged w- women. Oh, my God. Right? Particularly ones from Byron, yeah. Because when you're looking at the drama <laughs> that they're trying to force with these yeah. young people, it's like... A lot of this isn't really young people drama. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like divides in friendship and that kind of thing, where it's yeah. like, I'd rather see middle-aged women doing this. And yeah. You know, who have a history of French, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I totally. But also, I I'm a gay male, so I put middle aged women on a pedestal, so. <laughs> I and knock down young the people. The thing about this show is that at this point, it's like, okay, Netflix has a really clear formula for their reality shows. And that's not necessarily a mm. bad thing, except at some point, you're a bit like, okay, well, I know that she's not new to the group. I know she hasn't just moved to Byron Bay. I know these people haven't lived here for seven years. And now she's like, just randomly stumbling into the group. It's like that. They were well and, well and truly cast. Yeah. Is what, yeah. You're what you're trying to say. Yeah. And it's annoying. It wasn't like an organic Real Housewives where they pick a friendship group. And go from there. No. It's even like, you can even forgive it. See, Selling Sunset, obviously the same thing. Rochelle was coming in. But like... But that was meant to be the audience's intro point. Introduction, like, uh, we were meant to be seeing this new world through Rochelle's eyes. She was meant to be the relatable one. Well, see, this is what I was going to say, is that I actually feel like it's way more understandable for that, because for that reason. But also, like, it makes way more sense to be following someone new when you're going into a workplace, yes. for example. Um, but, like, even fucking Bling Empire and then this one, it's like we don't need someone new coming to the group. We didn't We didn't need that. I would have happily have just followed an established friendship group and gone from there. Or random housewives, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally and agree. And force them all to interact. <laughs> Who was the new person in Bling Empire? The model guy. No, he was already best friends with everyone. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was already best friends with Kane. The one who we're not that sure was if he's how gay he or was not. introduced into the friendship group, and he was already friends with. He had a history with um, one of the girls. No, he didn't. He totally did. I don't think so. I think the Empire's faults are more to do with the fact that I think uh, no, I think you're right. I think it's actually a mix. I don't think that he was already well established, but he hadn't been there for long. He'd only just yeah, moved fair. there like a month or so ago. I think was the that's was supposed to be the thing. Yeah, no, I think Bling Empire's faults were that they um so many things. They cast people who, yes, had connections, but yeah. were not 
incompatible friendship groups and stuff or yeah. age brackets. Yeah. Because they have really young cast members and they have middle-aged and older white yeah. uh, white uh, <laughs> women cast members. Um, yeah. So it's not all – you're not really following one cast Journey. of people. You're following yeah. multiple different casts of people who sometimes go to a dinner together. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's probably quite similar with Byron Bay's technically. Because you think about the guys and – the really artsy dude with the painted black nails and yeah, and then the fashion girl who was not That's friends true. with Hannah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And the fucking talent scout dude. He's an asshole. I know. What's his name, Adam or? Oh, I don't remember. Something. Um, but from his very first line, it was. He, wow. Anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, keep it that way. Don't watch Byron Bay's it's on true. Netflix. We're only two episodes in too, yeah. so. Gross. Who knows? You know? Gross. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, what? Let's move on. Shall we? Okay. I have a hot take. On what? So. <coughs> thank you for listening. Hot. That's it. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my hot take is, okay, so you know how this week Harry released a new song and so did Sean Mendes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sean Mendes' new song, I really like, no notes, continue doing what you're doing. <laughs> Harry Styles' new song, while fine, it's his third studio album, solo album. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And he, <laughs> I haven't listened to it. I feel so. bad saying this. But, okay, what I'm trying to say is my hot take is that Harry Styles' new song is the exact fucking same as every other song on his first two albums. I okay, so I've listened to like fifteen seconds because it was on TikTok and someone was analyzing that fifteen seconds of the music video or something about Olivia Wilde. No. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, and that's exactly was my thoughts. I was like, I'm not in any real rush to listen to this because it sounds really similar. It's fucking identical. And my that's not my entirety of my hot take, but I will pause my hot take for two reasons. One is to say that. I hate it when people say hot take, mm-hmm. but I've said it 30 times in this episode. And two is um, one of the lyrics talks about a woman following him around the world with two kids or something. And another one's like, oh, fuck, this whole album's going to be about, be about Olivia Wilde. Wild. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, and then I, like, I was like, why do all of the Harry stands and so many people hate Olivia Wilde so much? Mm. So I looked into it. I did my sleuthing. They've got no reason. No. There's no reason that anyone actually has for hating Olivia Wilde. The only um, explanation I found was, quote unquote, she has the ick factor, meaning she has one of those personalities yeah. that immediately rubs people the wrong way, even if she hasn't done anything bad. Didn't she? Wasn't there some allegations recently or I don't remember what exactly what they were. I think people were rubbed the wrong way by her and Jason Sudeikis' divorce and then by how quickly the dating rumors with Harry happened. No, it was something that was really serious. Oh, interesting. But I don't remember exactly, so I'm not going to, like, make any conjecture about it. Well, yeah, from what I could find on the internet, I couldn't find anything. Oh, okay. Well, then it it was serious enough in my mind that you would have found it pretty hard immediately. Yeah, no, all I could find was people saying, I don't like her personality. Whack. Which is, a, it is a reason to hate someone, but probably not someone you don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Um, but anyway, that's mm. not the whole thing. 
I, mm, yeah, I mean, look, I I was pretty iffy about the second album, Fine Line, when the first couple of singles came out because I was like, I don't really like these singles. But then I, when the album dropped, I was like, oh, actually, there are a few songs They're objectively good songs. That I enjoy and that are kind of different. Really? Yeah, a couple of them. Like, oh, fuck, what are they? I don't know. Watermelon Sugar? No. That's pretty similar. I was going to say the only the one the only ones that are a little bit different are the upbeat ones. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. there were all songs from his first album could have been anyway. Yeah. Um, but this is where my issue takes place, and it's got nothing to do with Harry Styles in particular. Mm. It's more to do with Hollywood and the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that Harry Styles is allowed to release three albums in a row with the exact same tone, vibe, uh, topics. Mm-hmm. Similar music is what I'm saying. He's allowed to release three albums in a row. Yeah, but it's the exact same genre. In the exact same genre. But if a woman in in the music industry did that, she Mm -hmm. would be read to filth. Um, Because women in Hollywood are expected to reinvent themselves. Mm. um, Every single era. Singers are meant to reinvent themselves every era. Um, I don't know which one we should be going with, whether it's reinvent or let them do the same thing. But currently there's a double standard as there is with many things between women and men in the music industry. Um, I'm thinking like Ariana Grande. Yeah. For a while there, she was reinventing herself every yeah. era. Um, and then her latest album, Positions, came out and it was pretty much identical to Thank You Next, the mm-hmm. album, in tone and stuff. Um, and she got read to filth. It got mid- like fine reviews or bad reviews. Mm. And the fans didn't love it. And there's no songs on it that have really taken off. I mean, to be fair, I don't think. Well, that's the thing is even we came on this pod and said she didn't do anything different. It's just more of the same. Yeah, but I also came out. What was that good of an album? I thought there were some very good songs in it. It was Um, a couple. It was a couple. It was just because it was more of the same so soon after the last album. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't know. I I can't not think about the fact that if Harry Styles was a woman, he wouldn't be getting away with this. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I generally agree, but I also think it's, I mean, it's difficult to tell in one song, you know, but I do agree that his first and second albums are extremely similar. So I would put money on the third being the same. I mean, probably. He can only do poppy soft rock. Yeah, probably. That's true. And I'm not saying he should change that because of it. Because, I'm not saying he should change that just for the sake of um, reinventing himself every album, but I am saying we should acknowledge the fact that if a female artist did that, yeah, for sure, she would be destroyed by now. For sure, you think of Katy Perry. Yeah, again, that album was really fucking bad. Which one? Witness. She's released an album since then. I don't know anything about that one exactly because people <laughs> people like she can only do one type of pop i don't even remember any singles from the new one see nothing Smile. really stood out no daisies no i really liked the new album i just haven't listened to it it didn't chart i know i feel really bad for her yeah because she's so fucking talented harley's in hawaii was off this one was it i fucking love that song too I feel like if she had have just come up with a different hook, like not Harley's in Hawaii, but something yeah. else, it would have done better. <laughs> done better because it's a fucking banger of a song. Mm, yeah, I yeah no, I totally agree. 
in like theory. You're not adding anything to this conversation. Well, I don't really have anything to add because I I don't I don't I'm like in my head I'm like, "Oh, my god, it's so difficult to reinvent yourself and stick within the same genre and do an album that's completely different to the last one if you're still doing the same like pop soft rock." But then I'm like, "Well, but Taylor Swift did it." You know. With what? All of her albums are different to the one before. Oh, yeah, I thought you said she did the same thing over and over no. again. No. Yeah, no. It doesn't have to be a major reinvention. It just has to be enough that it feels different. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I mean. So I struggle with the idea of trying to make it different because I don't fucking know anything about music. So I'm like, I don't know how someone would make it different, except that they can because Taylor Swift does it every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I mean, don't have anything to add because I'm like, you're honestly, right. Honestly, even if it's just how. visuals. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. From what we've seen so far of this era of um, Harry's yeah, that's album, fair. the visuals like are still, still the dark. Same. Yeah. That like indie, um, yeah, low light. Maybe that's what I have a problem with is him trying to like put forward this like indie artistic vibe <laughs> and visuals when I know for a fact he's got probably the highest budget of anyone in that fucking studio. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I love Harry Styles. I'm not trying to shit on him on purpose. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just annoyed that even with actors, we praise Ryan Reynolds for being able to do a character like that and make do it we? work in every movie. Do we? Whether or not we praise it or we acknowledge it. And then if a female does that, we're like, uh, bored. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. I mean, we're guilty of it. Sure. I remember we talked about a movie not long ago and we were like, I mean, this actress was fine, but she does the same thing in every... uh, uh, Lily James. Yeah, I don't know what I don't like about. She's got the ick factor. She's got the ick factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I feel really bad about it, which is why I just generally don't watch the movies because I'm like, I mm. need to just stay on my own lane on this one because mm. yeah, there's no. Well, reason. yeah. I mean, honestly, before <laughs> Pan and Tommy happened, I I fully thought she was a one note actor. Yeah. Um, I only watched the first two episodes of Pan and Tommy. I couldn't do more than that. <laughs> but she was fucking phenomenal in it. And she proved me wrong, and I stand corrected. She has the range. Fair. That's fair. She has the range, and she has fucking charisma. Yeah. Relatability and charm. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Okay? She has talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like saying it with, like, full enunciation. You can be like, uh, you know, say the word with, like, a, a hard T. Uh, nt. Nt. You know? I can't. I can't. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a comedian now. Okay, yeah. let's keep going. Okay. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah, for real, listen to Sean's new song. Sean Mendes' new song is really good. Oh, okay. It's like, you know those breakup songs where it's like a poppy bop instead of a downer? Mm. It's a poppy bop. Love that. I think it's... The ones that always have, like, the really sad and deep, super emotional lyrics to a really upbeat melody. I'm always like, I have whiplash. Am I supposed to be sad or happy right now? I love it. Yeah. I think (laughs) it's it's iconic. always an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) If you can make me dance and be depressed in one go. I usually, uh, when those things happen half the time, I don't even know what I'm singing. And then I'll think about it more deeply. And I'm like, yo, that was fucked up. Yeah, they really too. had me out here singing that with my full chest. How dare they? <laughs> My entire pussy. Exactly. 
Um, the Morbius Morbius premiered this week. Oh yeah, and reviews came out. I saw. Okay, I saw because all I watch is live television now, and it sucks. Um, early morning news the other day with a lady from Australian, I think on Channel Nine. I don't know. She's a new entertainment. Go off. Person. Anyway, she did an interview mm-hmm. with. Him. Ugh, imagine having to interview Jared Leto. I know. And also the other two people who are in it, Matt Smith and a lady. Isn't she um, the chick from that Michael Bay movie? I don't know. I think she is something, Eliza or something. Mm, anyway, continue. Anyway, um, and like the whole interview was extremely awkward. It was all pre-recorded via Zoom as well, which is wild. Yeah. Um but anyway, the main my main takeaway is that she asked. Can I just say one thing? Them. Imagine asking moviegoers to go risk getting COVID to see their movie, but then the stars being safe in their own homes doing press over Zoom. <laughs> the audacity! At least Tom Holland and Zendaya actually had to get the fuck out of their houses, put themselves at risk, and do that. But Robert Pattinson and his cast and crew had to go and put themselves in danger for the the um, marketing, yeah. which. Cool. The director literally got COVID from doing this press the day before the premiere and couldn't go to the premiere of his own oh. movie. But at least Ooh, they did that depressing. because they were asking of audiences to go out yeah. and see the movie. They, you're telling me that this massive Sony Marvel movie couldn't force their actors out? I tell you what, I was extremely relieved to find out that this was being made with Sony because I was like, oh, does that mean I don't <laughs> have to see it? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry, the interview. Um. Yeah, well, basically... She was like, the movie was so good. I was like, she's a liar. Um, but she asked the two other Somebody actors, lied to her several times. <laughs> right. Um, who who weren't Jared fuckface. Mm-hmm. She was like, what was it like working with him, considering the whole method acting thing? And literally both of them in separate interviews were like, well, we never uh-huh. really worked with Jared. We worked with Dr. Morbius. I was like, what? And they they were like, because we'd never met him before then. So, but the only time we ever met was on set. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. And the first time they met was like, yeah, on set when he was already, yeah, in it. I was like, that's why do people keep giving him work? Sorry, right, (laughs) right. If he has to go this hard for a role like that. He's not a good actor. <laughs> it's so true. Like, fuck. Uh, yeah. That infuriates me. Yeah. Imagine putting the cast and crew through that. Did he send them, like, vials of his own blood or some I shit? I hope not. Do you know he sent, um, for Suicide Squad, yeah. he sent the cast members I do. used condoms full of blood? That's gross. Like, fucking kick him off. That's a fucking um, OH&S hazard. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. it's pretty disgusting. I wouldn't feel comfortable working with somebody who thought it was appropriate to pretend to be the Joker. All day. Fucking gross, man. Yeah, it is gross. Fucking gross. Even his new show with Anne Hathaway, he fucking did. He's playing a regular man doing business in a like a romantic story. And he still had to do method acting for that gross. as the real life person he's based on. Oh my God. Like, I'm sorry. It means he's a bad actor. Oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. He is a bad actor as well, though, because he never really even does that good of a job. So Didn't he get, like, at an Oscar? I think he was... For Dallas Buyers Club. Was he in that? Yeah, he. I think he got an Oscar for playing someone with AIDS. Wasn't that Matthew McConaughey? I think it was both of them. One of them didn't win. I don't know which one, though. 
I'm pretty sure Matthew McConaughey won. Did he? I thought he won Best Actor. Well, then Jared Leto was nominated. I mean, they definitely shouldn't have let it get that far. I didn't realize he'd been <laughs> acting for that long. Yeah, apparently. I thought Suicide Squad was like his first go at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would think if you had just watched his movies. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, isn't he the main singer in that band? Yeah. He should have stayed in that lane. Yeah. I agree. Um, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the movie fucking flop critically. Yeah. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Iconic. I'm so excited to see it. It does look... Absolutely terrible. Because when the Rotten Tomatoes score gets that low, yeah, you know it's going to be good. so bad it's entertaining to watch with friends. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If it's like a 40 or 50% bad, yeah, it's probably just going to be bad boring. Yeah. But if it's that low, I'm pumped. It's got to have some type of... Yeah. <laughs> There's something there. Um, all I've heard about it is um, the post-credit scenes. They had to... It's like a whole thing. So Michael Keaton, who played Vulture in Far oh, in yeah. Homecoming, yep, he's in it as the same character Vulture. What? Oh no, that means I do have to watch it. Well, no, it's the multiverse stuff. Oh, okay. Good. So well, the first post-credit scene is the purple rift opening in the sky from No Way Home. Um, and I guess spoilers. Uh, and Michael Keaton's Vulture getting transported, and for some reason he stays there. And also, why would he be sent to a different universe? Wait, transported into the Morbius universe? Into or? the Morbius universe. Oh. So, wait, why was he in the whole, was he in the whole movie or was he just in that scene? Originally, he was in the whole movie. Oh. And then Marvel and Sony went and filmed um, No Way Home during the pandemic. Right. And went from a regular, like, Craven the Hunter story to a multiverse story. Right. And they were like, fuck, now we have to change the story <laughs> Morbius, even though we've already completed filming. Uh-huh. So they cut out any any scenes with Michael Keaton, and then like three weeks before release, they had him refilm them for post-credit scenes only. So now these post-credit scenes have the worst acting. You can tell they're not talking to each other. The dialogue's horrific, like they just wrote it in a notes app. Um, I've seen the scenes leaked on Twitter, so I've seen them. Um, but they're just really playing fast and loose with this multiverse story and the rules. I mean, we've been knew that since the first movie in Phase Four. Yeah, Let's but I mean, real. I mean, I think, um, I think <laughs> um, Sony is mm. taking advantage of Marvel Studios doing a multiverse, and is. I mean, why wouldn't they? Because they're making bad movies. Not a single one in there. Sony's Spider-Man universe has gotten good reviews yet. Venom is supposed to be in that too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Imagine Sony being like, we're going to create our own Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> With no Spider-Man called the Spider-Man Studio, Sony Studio Spider-Man Universe. Uh. Um, no, okay, but my problem is, so you know in, far, in No Way Home, why do they name them all with home in the title? That's just confusing. In No Way Home, the whole plot is anyone who knows who Spider-Man is, yeah. that knows Spider-Man is Peter Parker, gets brought to the main um, yeah. MCU universe. Uh-huh. In that case... Which is why Venom goes there in the post-credit scene. Why is Vulture transported from the MCU to the Morbius universe? Well, I'm sure there'll be an explanation for that. And then why is he stuck there? At some point. It's just fucking stupid. Sure, but did we ever think it wasn't going to be stupid? No, that's a good point. My question is, why do they feel the need to keep Michael Keaton in at all? 
because uh, they're building a Sinister Six. So basically, Spider- oh. in the comic, Spider-Man's greatest enemy is the Sinister Six, which is six of his greatest villains teamed up. Right. And <laughs> I'm pretty they, sh- tr- you know all the post-credit scenes of um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's? Mm. That's what they were trying to do with that. They were trying to build a Sinister, sinister Six. Mm. Um, and now they're trying to build a Sinister Six in a universe where Spider-Man doesn't exist. Mm. So then Vulture comes and he's like, Hey, Morbius, want to team up and build a team? And then, like, Venom's name dropped earlier in the movie. <sighs> I just feel like they might have left it a bit late for that. Like, their opportunity to do that was in this movie, was in No Way Home. Yeah. You know? Well, so that, well that's why they... they had five villains in it, not six. Why? Because for some reason, Marvel, uh, Sony said, Marvel Studios, you can do any number of villains from past movies as long as it's not the number six so that we can do the Sinister Six ourselves. So they were like, okay, we'll do five. (laughs) Yeah, Sony, I just really feel like you may have missed the mark on that one. Like, I think you might have waited a bit long. I really, really want it to flop financially. I mean, I think we're definitely at that point. Apparently, in its first day of things, it did really, really well. Oh, no. Mm. So anyway, I'm waiting a few weeks before I see it so that I don't add to the initial box office numbers. That's really... So fair. I'll apply for tickets in a couple of weeks. Bless. <laughs> bless, bless. Because if we're going to go see it, we might as well see it and we can eat pizza. I I'm like, <laughs> high key, I'm very excited to see it because it looks horrendous. But It looks so bad. I'm Ugh. Excited. So it's going to be the, the superhero version of Moonfall. Can we watch that tonight? Yeah, we can watch that and then like another one or two Baron Bays. Yes. Okay, we have to text Chelsea and give her a heads up because I don't think she's going to want to watch that. I think she <laughs> so will. She has to know in advance that we're not watching Byron Bay straight up. Um, anyway, we're going to start wrapping up VV soon. Let's make it now because it's six o'clock. Well, when I didn't think we had anything to talk about because of the Oscars, I went on to Reddit and I went to the advice. Oh. And I, it's, just, it's just one paragraph. Okay. <laughs> I do love Reddit. But I found this thing and I was like, that's iconic. Okay. <laughs> and this is going to be me as a spouse. Um... <laughs> Okay, so uh, user destinies underscore wife help. Perfect name. Great start. Okay, so the title says, My husband is obsessed with Destiny's child and it's ruining our marriage. Her husband? Yeah. Interesting. So, okay, uh, it reads as so. Last year, my husband discovered Destiny's child. Uh, that's a bit late. It's a bit late. <laughs> um, I don't know how he wasn't aware of them before. But that's beside the point. Thank God she brought that up. Yeah, she acknowledged the plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, he obviously didn't have this obsession before we were married. In fact, we have been married for seven years and he'd never exhibited any signs of obsessive behavior before this. Now his obsession is taking over both of our lives and costing us a lot of money. Oh, no. He spends all day on eBay bidding on Destiny's Child merch. He is always the highest bidder, so it's very expensive. Oh. He has only subscribed to streaming services so he can listen to them. He bought a... <laughs> He bought a Bluetooth shower speaker so he can listen to them while he bathes. We cannot have one conversation without him saying something like, quote, you know, this actually reminds me of a Destiny's Child lyric. <laughs> he spent hours watching YouTube tutorials, learning the choreography from every video. He this makes is- me sit down. So what are you going to say? This is a lie. Surely she's making this up. <laughs> he makes me sit down and watch him dance in front of the TV to make sure his form and timing are perfect. He emails the members often, begging them for a reunion tour. Oh, my God. He has also sent them birthday gifts in the mail. 
I would like to point out that his obsession is not sexual in any way. He just thinks they're really cool. I'm almost at my wit's end. I feel like I can't escape Destiny's Child and have lost my husband completely to this obsession. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Full stop. So that's any no- that could go any number of ways. Do you want to know could what the it? first comment says? Yeah, yes, I do. It's kind of depressing, but <laughs> the first comment reads, I quickly get glanced through the comments and didn't see this mentioned. I would go to the hospital to check for tumours. Oh. One day my cousin had very bizarre obsessive, obsessive behaviours and it turned out he had a large tumour in his brain. I'm no doctor, but quick changes in personality behaviours could always be something medical. I hope you find peace with this. That makes complete sense. So then she edited her original post with right. a new update and said, My husband had an MRI yesterday. He reluctantly agreed to it because he knew I was absolutely terrified and anxious. No tumour, thank goodness. Everything was normal. He is finally beginning to understand how seriously I take this and how much of a problem it's become in our marriage. He has agreed to visit a therapist, hoping for the best. Thank you for all your wonderful advice, means the world. Ugh. I think she's, the husband's just obsessed. It's weird to become that level of level so of quick. obsessed. Well, so quickly, but also to never have been obsessed with anything. Like if that happened yeah. to me, it'd be like, oh, oh, oh she's at it again. Yeah, exactly. She's yeah, starting. yeah, exactly. We all know where this is gonna go. Whereas if, like, you know, someone who's never done that before, I can imagine it's a bit like, what the fuck? Mm. Yeah, interesting. Weird. I just wanted to read that because I was like, this is so weird, and even if it is fake. These characters are so real and lived in. You know? <laughs> Jared Leto could never. Jared Leto who? <laughs> um, mm. what, what would you do? Okay, if you're okay, so you're married to presumably a cisgender straight white man. Okay. I don't know why I said white. Um, <laughs> a cisgender straight man. Um, you're married for five years. No random obsessions beyond. You know, TV show. So he loves a TV show. He watches every week, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or maybe a music Sport. artist or a band. Sport. Ew. Oh, um, God, I hate this man already. Yeah. <laughs> and then you wake up one day and he's suddenly obsessed with hmm, the 90s, the 90s band slash uh, pop group, you Aqua. Just say Destiny's Child. No, Aqua. I don't know who Aqua is. What do they sing? I can play 10% of any of their songs. <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> Aqua. You're going to kick yourself when you realise what their number one song of all time is. I mean, it does. the name is familiar. Hiya, Bobby. Hiya. <laughs> Do you know, I was about to break out into that song and then I was like... I don't know if these two things are actually related. I think I might just like have that in my head. But no, it turns out they were connected in my mind for a reason. <laughs> um, yeah. So like a really weird, obscure, hyper-feminized Swedish pop group. He was obsessed, spending all his money doing all this and all that. And See, I mean, for about two weeks, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so funny. Yeah. I love this. We're on the same level. And then after that, I like when it was when it was start to get really serious in terms of like spending money and such. I'd be like, "What is going on? I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you." <laughs> Iconic, and I don't be who. Um, okay, here's a would you rather? Would you rather have a husband? No, who is obsessed with sports teams and spends 
all of his extra money on merchandise for his favorite team? Or would you rather have a husband who can only have sex while listening to Barbie Girl by Aqua? Oh, these are two terrible options. I mean, it would have to be the sports thing because I like sex too much to have to do it to Barbie Girl. Iconic, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love how seriously you took that. What about you? <laughs> same question? Yeah, same question. Um, ooh. Ooh. See, if it was anything else but sports, if it was like a pop diva or yeah. something. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'd be like, I can get into this. Yeah. But because it's sport, yeah. I'm like, maybe I can just... Make him put AirPods in or something. You know? Stop. Is it like, are we talking, is it like fetish level of listening to this song? Like the only way that he can have any sexual pleasure is if he's listening to this song? Or is it just like a, it's a kink and every now and again he wants to listen to it because it makes him come harder? He can only. No, it came out. No. He's like, I'm sorry, I just can't get in the mood unless I hear, come on, Bobby, let's go, Bobby. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, then I'd be like, all right. I'll give you your $200 allowance, sweetie. You go do what you need to do. Iconic. I can't believe we're on, on different sides of this. Wow, so controversial. <laughs> well, I mean, at least the sports thing wouldn't necessarily affect me. Yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. But then your whole house is probably going to be covered in sports well, memorabilia. You didn't say that. Well, it was implied when I said that he spends all his money on sports merch. I'll let him have one room of the house. The, the den? Yes. The men's I, room? I mean, there will obviously the men's be room. <laughs> an equal level of the home given to me from a woman's den, a, a woman's, woman's room. Den. Fair. <laughs> um, equality only in this house. Equality. It's equality. Um, look, I don't know that we talked about anything in this episode. I know, me either. But it's fine. Yeah, I agree. We still did one whole hour. An hour. And I think we I think we had energy. Yeah. Which for context, before the episode started, I was like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, I'm <laughs> depressed. <laughs> but it's fine. I'll hype myself up. And then we, I think we're fine. We're fine. We, we're we, 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 we've taken the roller coaster. We have. Up. Up, up. In the words of Cardi B, up. And it's up, and it's up, and it's up. Then it's stuck. In other words. Does it, does it, is that how the words go? No. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up. You expect me to be able to rap? The only thing I can rap is Flawless Remix. Iconic. Uh, You're going to start there. I was like, yes. (laughs) Iconic. Um, Okay, no, I have an elephant in the room. An elephant in the room. What what is it called? What What the the fuck? fuck of the week. Um, So I'm going to do mine and hopefully you'll have one by the time. It's debatable, but go on. What was my okay, uh, yes? My what the fuck of the week this week is a little throwback to our discussion on the Oscars because it's one very specific thing. Okay. So once it happened, this uh-huh. hashtag the slap, <laughs> a bunch of comedians went on Twitter. I'll say a bunch of white comedians, Classic. male and female, went on Twitter and were like, "So now we're just slapping comedians for making jokes that you might not agree with, <laughs> and um, all that kind of stuff." That's not that's fucking stupid for starters. Yeah. Um, I think Kathy Griffin tweeted something like. So now, uh, uh, great, now every comedian has to worry about um, an audience member coming up and hitting them when they're on stage making jokes. And it's like, sweetie, that's not the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> but also, there was he one... wasn't just making random jokes. Like, yeah, it was yeah, a exactly. very offensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was one very specific take that made me absolutely cackle, okay. die, and laugh. Mm. So Judd Apatow, the director and writer. Yes. 
of, you know? I know his name, but what did he do? You know, like knocked up. Bunch of stuff with Leslie Mann. Okay. Bunch of other movies. Okay. Anyway, um, Judd Apatow, director and writer, had this take. <laughs> oh, um, no. And he said something like, I don't remember the full tweet, but he said something like, um, I don't think people are understanding the weight of something like this. Will could have killed Chris. Oh my god! With I, that slap, I okay. I haven't seen that specific one, but I have seen people being like, "I can't believe celebrities are out here being like he could have been killed." Literally, <laughs> it's they're talking about Judd Apatow. Wow, Judd Apatow tweeted and was like, "He could have been killed," and you guys are not taking this seriously. That's so funny. As a comedian, and I was like, "That's the fucking dumbest takeover." He deleted. <laughs> he had to. He got so much hate. He deleted it and Lol. just pretended it never happened because he's releasing a book. And I don't want to. Ma- I would imagine is. the um, online reviews uh. are not glowing at the moment. <sighs> um, but my what the fuck of the week is that one specific tweet from John Apatow saying Will Smith could have killed Chris Rock with that slap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's true. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you've got to like have a little bit of like contextual awareness here because if it had been a punch, like yeah, I could probably really appreciate like. Taking it a bit more serious. Well, um, uh, I should say, like, it kind of uh, highlighting the seriousness of it. You know, there's a bit yeah. more of a, a, a propensity for things to go really badly yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with, like, an open hand slap, it's like, okay, the worst thing that's going to happen is going to fucking hurt. Yeah. You know, like, it's. it's And physically, they were both fine after. Exactly. Anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, again, I can't reiterate enough that. It's, it was all white comedians making these horrible takes. I'm very sure. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's that. That's my what the fuck of the week. What's yours? Uh, I read a news article this morning. Mm. I know. Shocking. Um, that <laughs> said that they're expecting a cyclone to form off the coast of Queensland next week. So that's exciting. More rain is on the way. I know. That's literally my first thought. I was like, we do not need any more rain. Thank you. <laughs> Let's just pack this one oh up for the season. God. I know. Fucking Lismore barely got three weeks of a break before literally, floods. Literally, I know. I was reading into that actually this week. Um, just reading about the whole kind of situation. So, because they had really bad floods in um, the 70s or was that the 80s? I think maybe one in the 70s, one in the 80s. Um and then in they had another one in the early 90s, which wasn't as bad, but they were like, okay, we need to build a levy. Like, we need to revisit that idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to – it's – financially, we think it's actually worth an investment now. Yeah. So they built the levy. It didn't top until 2017. So they built it in 1995. It didn't go over until 2017. Yeah. I think it did again in 2019. Do you remember that? And then it has twice in two months, in one month. Hashtag climate crisis literally um do you, we, we were living together when it went overflowed in 2017 yeah were we yeah because i remember specifically we were all planning on doing different stuff you were going to go back to visit your parents i was going to go visit my parents right and then these major storms happened yeah i we were like floods like it's, everything's flooding and they were yeah. super really worried about everything we had to take everything out of the garage i do remember that um, we were on like the third or fourth floor of the apartment yeah. building, um, and the, the other residents in the building were telling us how bad flood, how bad the floods had been before. Two thousand eleven, yeah. Um, so we were all like, okay, so 
we need to quickly go to the shops and buy yeah. food. We need to fill <laughs> yeah, up our tub yeah. with water, of fresh drinking <laughs> yeah, water, yeah. all this stuff. We were prepared. Um, and it did flood. It just wasn't bad enough that it lasted more than a few. Like, it, there were no bad, horrible side effects in the same Not way. in Brisbane, no. Yeah. 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 But we were living together for that. I do. I do remember that. I do remember that. That was, I think that was a cyclone, actually. That was a. Maybe, yeah. That was what that was. What that was. Anyway, so yeah. That's but it did a flood. Um, and also this flood, it the bottom floor and the garage of that place was flooded. So yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. I did think about that actually when yeah. um yeah when it was all coming up. I was like, I bet. Yeah, for context, <laughs> I now live like a hundred meters up the yeah. road from that place on the top of the hill. on the very top of the hill, and yeah, it was. Yeah, my line, I'm very fortunate that that place was just out of the flood, but yeah, literally only by like. 15 minutes. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. Terrifying. Truly terrifying. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Scott Morrison. Fuck you. Get your head out of your <laughs> ass. And also, can we talk about how iconic that one liberal no. senator was like? Yes, Scott we can. Morrison is a horrible Conchita or something. Yeah. Um, Scott Morrison is a terrible person. He is... Literally. I've met a lot of vile human creatures in my life, and Scott Morrison tops the lot. Yeah, like not not to like praise a liberal senator, but she fucking tore him to iconic. shreds. And it was really funny because it was like twelve hours after he released the budget, and so yeah. everyone was talking about that instead of his shitty budget, which was iconic. And to be clear, it was a shitty budget. It, it was <laughs> leaving out literally the anyway. Literally, Scott Morrison cutting the money that we're putting towards climate change. Down. You're out. You're gone. University funding and everything. If anybody actually votes for him, I will be fucking shocked. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. (sighs) Disgusting, disgusting human. And he's like, I'll give each person $450 to offset the high cost of living. It's like, bro, that's not even going to fucking cover. Like a couple of days ago? Sorry to interrupt. What? What? It, this is just also infuriating, so okay. I had to interrupt. Please share. Um, the other day he said that uh, a reporter asked, what do you say to the millions of Australians who are currently... Is that the renting thing? Yeah, who oh are currently uh, <laughs> not a, only just able to pay their rent each week and not be able to save any <sighs> money because rent is so high because everywhere is fucking rented. No one can get a place to rent. Yeah, uh, And he said... Well, you should buy somewhere. Or maybe they should just buy a house. Maybe they should just buy a house. <laughs> and everyone said, "Sweaty, just because you bought a house for thirty thousand dollars in nineteen twenty, yeah, doesn't mean that's the case now, cunt." <laughs> With Not hard Nicholas tea, bringing it out. <laughs> With hard tea. Well, it's actually again. I mean, of the many, many things that it is, and that he is, and that he's displayed, it's just such another like real showcase of how out of touch he is with yeah. like the yeah. situation yeah, in yeah. Australia. We need a lineup of like Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian and Scott Morrison. Literally. How much is a banana? How much is oh my God. a liter of milk? Literally. How much does it cost to buy a house? Literally. <laughs> oh, 60,000. <laughs> uh, what's the bet that he would actually be like, oh, well, my house was like $6 million, but I live in the best suburb in sydney so it's not like that everywhere it's only in my suburb yeah. it's expensive it's like yeah that might be a lie you know what i hate what is when these fucking people get into um 
We're really getting on a roll now. For real, for America, I guess like presidency, when people become president or people become prime minister and they're like, they start getting grilled on these money issues. Mm. And then they're like, they get accused of being out of touch, like Trump and yeah. all that, and specifically Scott Morrison in this case. Um, they're accused of being out of touch with the cost of living at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and their response is, um, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> I fucking hate it when that happens. <laughs> I was so worked up too. Well, this morning I was also watching the news and they were talking about... Um, Sorry, okay, I remember. Okay, okay their, their response is, when asked about the cost of living and how unfair it is, their response is, well, you know, I had to take a pay cut for this job as president. I had to take a pay cut for this job as prime yep. minister. I would not be making as much money as I usually do doing this. Mm. And it's like, have some fucking perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you maybe you're not making as much money, but everything is provided for you. You're living in a home that's provided by us, the taxpayers. Your your food, your car, everything provided. Not only that, the rest of your life, all literally, this shit, no? and then you're gonna have a pension forever, literally. which is more money than pretty much any other Australia is ever gonna see. Australian is ever and gonna see. It's still like a hundred grand, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's a lot of money that they uh, get and just, until they die. Just until they die. Like, yeah. imagine the audacity. I can't honestly. And then they've immediately got a book deal. Oh, of course. So, yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say it was about the housing prices again. Yeah. They were talking about, like, the best suburbs to buy in each city because they're still relatively lower priced and the, the, the prices of them was kind of stagnated. And anyway, they're going through the different suburbs around the country. And she gets to Brisbane mm. and she was like, okay, now Petrie is the best place to buy in Brisbane because the median price is $600,000. Um and, you know, that's, like, that's really good. And I was like, isn't Petrie, like, an hour away from the city and it's still wow. $600,000? Like, that's not... That's absurd. That's absurd. It's it's absolutely insane. Anyway, just, just for context, everyone, it, yeah. Not to also mention the fact that this... That specific take of yeah. all the people who go move to Petrie or go move to wherever it's cheaper, you're displacing other people who yeah. can't afford. That's like, like gentrification at the finest. Literal, uh, yeah, the literal, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. everyone do your research and especially before whenever the next election is because the date still has not been set. Yeah. Um, it's actually, sorry, I'm going to circle it back around. Yeah. I've got more things to say. It's actually been quite a prominent um, discussion uh, post, again, floods down in the Northern Rivers yeah. because there's so many people who've been like, well, why don't you just move? You know you live in a flood-prone area. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, I can't just move because this is my home and I've been here for so long, but now all of these people are coming in. I can't afford to buy any other house right anywhere now. because yeah. there is like a $20 million home that's yeah. around the corner that's sitting empty because a fucking Sydney cider uses it as his yeah. ocean getaway. Yeah. And I can't afford to buy a $20 million home. You know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, ugh. Well, I saw research the other day that literally um, uh, laid out all of the facts in that exact regard. Yeah. And they could give every single person in the country their own home. Not oh every God. family, every person. Whack. Over eighteen in this country, every homeless person, every everything, in a home, and they would still ha- they would have homes. Really? There would still be more. Really? If so we would... actually have the physical houses. Wow. It's just yeah. Wow, that's in- what an insane statistic. That mm. makes me mad. It's fucking crazy. That's insane. 
Wow. And that was the And the fact that people say this is a supply and demand issue? Well the the kind of the point was um pretty much exactly that. Yeah. You know, these arguments are just stupid and if there's a huge array of of social issues that could be solved. Yeah. Relatively easy. If the politicians just wanted to. Yeah. They just simply wanted to, you know? Yeah. Do you know the one thing that I haven't actually looked at for this budget is the military spend? Did it increase? Do you know? Because I would be thinking that it has taken a massive hike. Um, Which I made I'm not going to say fair. for sure, but I do recall it going up. Yeah. Which I'm good. I was only thinking we'll because, again, check that. like, that's how they would fucking pay for it. Well, they completely <laughs> cut. military cut- spending. Well, exactly. And they completely cut so many other places that I'd be shocked if it didn't go into military. Yeah, well, it has to. I can't imagine. Like, wet. that's, yeah. Ugh. Gross. I'm pretty sure Biden actually just did the same thing. He increased their military spend by like $31 billion, which is insane. Ugh, the fucking Americans are pissing me off at the moment too because of, well, in this specific circumstance, um, it's with all the trans stuff. Yeah. And all the anti-LGBT hate that's going on in the States. Mm-hmm. And Kamala Harris and Biden are out here tweeting, you know, the the Republicans are doing this and we won't stop fighting. But then you look at what they're actually doing and they're not doing anything to combat it. What do they mean? They, they're literally in and control of the country. What are they fighting? They can lit- <laughs> and that's my, yeah, exactly. And people are like, you keep tweeting this shit, but you're not actually putting anything forward yeah, to Congress. We're not or you're not actually blocking any of these bills, which you literally can do. Yeah. This, and it's like, this is why people get frustrated with, trail. with the left government. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ew. Okay, all right, let's, wow. Not us ranting for a full 17 minutes. Go us. Iconic of us, honestly. Love a rant. Okay, well, everyone, Thank you so very much, much for listening, listening to What the, the Fuck, fuck is, is Happening, happening the, podcast. the Podcast. Wait, can I just point out that every single time we've done that for the past, like, 30 episodes, yeah. I always say thanks so much for listening, and you say thanks very, thanks very much, much for, for listening. listening. And we both say it at the same time, and we still say it during things, and we do it every single time, and huh. I think that's iconic of us. I definitely of always us both thought being so that you were saying like, the same thing as me. I'm right. He's wrong. No, I just thought we were saying the same thing. She's right. I'm wrong. Wait, other way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're both just so absorbed idiots, and that's why we have a podcast. Accurate. So true. The narcissism jumps it's out. It's the narcissism for me. Yeah. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.